I will I will interview Grogu if he's doing online interviews. Put me up. If, if they're doing a, a junket, a round table thing like they've done before. I wouldn't be able to get any questions out. I'd be crying. <laughs> yeah, but that would go viral. <laughs> What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Star Wars Explained Q&A. I'm Alex. I'm Molly. Hilo's under the table. And uh, <laughs> we're here to talk about Star Wars. But uh, before we dive into news and questions, uh, what have we been up to for the past week? I feel like I need to work backwards because I <laughs> can't remember what I did a few days ago. Right. But So today we're filming this Thursday. You're going to start right now. I'm starting that, right now and, and I'm working backwards. back. <laughs> we just watched the new gameplay trailer footage of the Indiana Jones video That's true. game. Yeah. And Not looks, Star Wars, but uh, Lucasfilm. Lucasfilm. Star looks, Wars adjacent. It looks pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I was into it. Um, I, I'm a little bummed it's... Uh, first person game that's just not my preferred uh gameplay style it makes me dizzy like dizzier (laughs) than normal it doesn't take much for a video game to make me dizzy but it it does look cool i think i'll enjoy the immersion and i it wouldn't surprise me if they did that to get away from uh like the the uncharted look Mm. i'm sure they don't want it to just be an Uncharted clone, which is itself inspired by Indiana Jones, and they're like just in this cycle. Yeah. So I think they wanted to stand out. Uh, Hilo agrees. <laughs> but yeah, I, I did like that a lot. Um, let's see. Yesterday, uh, I interviewed uh, Daniel Jose Older and Alyssa Wong, the authors of the upcoming book Escape from Valo. Uh, mm-hmm. So we're, we did two interviews. They're going to be coming out next week and then uh the second one is going to be full of spoilers so it'll come out like the week after the book releases Mm. uh but the first one that comes out next week is going to be spoiler free it was a lot of fun uh i've had daniel on several times and he's always great uh Alyssa, this was the first time i had them on and uh, i'm a huge fan of the dr afro comics so it was fun to just be able to talk to them about that and and be like i love those stories Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited to get into the, the, the two new ones. One of them comes out later this month, I think. The, the new High Republic books? Yeah. Yeah. Escape from Valor is uh, on January 30th, uh, which I have finished that one. And I, I think the review for that will come out on Monday. And uh, I'm in the middle of Defy the Storm right now, which that one doesn't come out until March 5th, I think. Got plenty of time. Yeah, which <laughs> it's a long one, so... Mm. <laughs> That's good. It's 450 pages, but I'm I'm still busy reading my my A Court of Thorns and Roses books. I'm on the second book and it's huge. And the third one's even bigger. This is not Star Wars, but I'm just proud of myself for reading more. I just want to say you've been calling it Akatar and I was like, "Oh, is that like the name of the universe or something?" and I just <laughs> now pieced together A Court of Thorns and Roses. Yeah, that's the name of the first book. The second one is like A Court of Mist and Fury, I want to say. Uh, <laughs> so I'm just but... realizing I'm an idiot. <laughs> this whole time I've been like, oh, Akatar, what a neat sounding place. I've heard so many other people on like Book Talk <laughs> call it that. And so now I just say the word Akatar or the acronym like everyone knows what I'm talking about. So I mean, all, all the book people do. All, yeah. of, all of our friends know. <laughs> Everyone on our Discord book chat. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Uh, we rewatched, 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 re rewatched Empire Strikes Back. Uh huh. For something. 
I, we've talked about that. Like that, this is a, a, a series we're working on. I'm really excited about uh, basically just answering like all of the frequently asked questions that we get about every single movie, uh, which means we have to rewatch them all. Oh, no. Oh, no. And uh, just write down a list of like, oh, people ask me that all the time. So uh, I'm just about done with A New Hope, which we got 40 questions for that video. I, I could probably do another 30 at some point, but... Yeah, those should be nice and long. I'm about to start the Empire Strikes Back one, but the New Hope one should come out in like uh, two weeks, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's I'm excited. It's probably it's like one of the those videos, kind of like the Canon timeline, where we're pouring a ton of work into just to make it a little bit special, a little extra. So I'm excited to see what you guys think. Uh, of yeah, it. and that's exactly kind of what we were talking about at, at the end of 2023 is that you've probably noticed we're doing fewer videos throughout the week. Uh, if news drops, we'll we'll jump on that. But for the most part, I'm trying to spend more time on like one really good video a week mm-hmm. instead of uh, just like seven okay videos, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> but we're doing a bunch of shorts too mm-hmm. that I'm trying to keep up with like posting to Reels and TikTok. And you made a joke in today's short. <laughs> what what well, was it? I made that TikTok or that short a long time ago. A little pun. I, I don't even remember. I'll, I'll put a clip in. Specifically, the excellent X-Wing books by Michael Stackpole. See what I did there? Excellent. Okay. Uh, well, I'm glad you're proud of me. <laughs> did I do a funny? Yeah. Uh, Everyone was proud of you, not just me. Everyone was like, oh, look at him. Oh, <laughs> I'll try to do more. Um... <laughs> We we played the new the new <laughs> we played the episode one Phantom Menace game <laughs> newly yesterday. released yeah uh, it, it it's exciting to go back to that uh, Molly said that I looked really frustrating on the stream uh, or frustrated a monster help me a monster I wasn't help planning me. on it but here we are I can always rewind oh no I killed a kid but I I was having fun kind of reliving that. I will say the rewind feature is a godsend. I don't know how we used to play video games. I don't either. That game is really hard, and I just played it a lot growing up. I, like, you don't know where anything is. You don't know, like, it doesn't teach you how to do anything. It just throws you into the gameplay, and it's like, good luck. Well, I'm sure it came with an instruction manual uh, to, to help you mm. learn things, but... Yeah, just some of the stuff you have to do. I'm I'm thankful that people in the chat were backseat gaming me. I I, <laughs> I don't usually like that if it's like a brand new game I want to experience for myself. But in this case, I was like, yes, give me all the help. <laughs> that was yesterday's stream, so Wednesday's yeah. stream. So go check that out. And, and it's funny to watch Alex struggle that much. Is it? I hope so. <laughs> uh, I, I'm very excited to play Golden Sun though. That came out on the Switch. That was one of my... It still is one of my favorite all-time games back from the Game Boy Advance era. Mm-hmm. I still haven't gotten a chance to actually start and play it yet because I know that once I do, I'm going to get sucked into it. But We've been playing It Takes Two. Yeah. That game's kind of fun. Also kind of frustrating, though. Like, it's hard. It it actually is pretty hard, but... It, it forces you to work together, You're doing though. great. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing a great job. <laughs> You showed me that TikTok of like, in every gaming couple, there's uh, the the woman trying to platform and the husband who's waiting, waiting for her. <laughs> like, that, that's 
definitely our experience. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's not everyone's experience, but uh, I, I think that's probably it for, for news. That's what we've or, been for up not, to. For our news, what news we're up on, to. News on us. Yeah. And what we're doing. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's start off with our main topic, which uh, we wanted to talk about, and, and people in our Patreon wanted us to talk about, uh, the whole Ray movie discussion that happened the past week for the past few days. Earlier this week. Yeah. yeah which was exhausting. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, basically what happened is a random website reported that the Ray movie was being indefinitely delayed, uh, providing no actual source. And of course, a bunch of people online jumped all over that story. Saying that the writer was like, taking a step back. I, I, like all of that was from the article, I believe, but uh, it like just escalates into it's being canceled. Uh, like that's a whole thing I'll probably go on a rant on in a little bit. But yeah, it, it just, it's like this game of telephone on YouTube and on Twitter and everything where things get twisted because everyone's trying to make these like catchy headlines over a nothing story. Uh, fortunately, Jermaine uh, Lucier from io9 and Gizmodo, who has actual credentials and uh, contacts, reached out to someone at Lucasfilm and they were like, no, none of this is true. Uh, so he reported on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's just weird <laughs> when stuff like this happens and like an absolutely nothing story has to be reported on and taken seriously. I mean, I wish Lucasfilm themselves could just say, no, not true. Yeah, I mean, but I understand like why that can't happen, I guess, like so quickly when, when stuff like that spreads. Yeah. Well, if, if that's what they did, they would never stop doing it because you know, these BS stories happen all the time. Yeah. And so they can't respond to every single one. When when news is slow, like entertainment news, <laughs> and like you get a whiff of something like this, it spreads like wildfire. And then like all these, I don't know, I even know what to call them, these accounts on Twitter that are verified but have no credentials whatsoever. They just have like Star Wars in their name start tweeting their articles that are just spewing nonsense and fake news. And it's like, oh my God. And then people see it. Don't bother to look and see where the news is coming from. And it just like takes the fandom by storm. People get angry about it. And it's like, I know there are some people out there that make a living off scoops and that's fine. But I feel like sometimes it can be very detrimental to fans and it can really hurt people's feelings. Imagine just being someone who isn't online that much coming and loves Ray, like so excited to see her movie and comes across an article like this and it just like ruins their day and they don't know any better. They might not be like, ah, it's probably not true. They just believe it. And then, their whole day is ruined. Yeah, I mean, like, the, the whole point of the whole thing online is just to, look, to rile people up. Yeah. And that's that's what's exhausting. And that's, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, and I, w- what I always do is I f- follow the rabbit trail until I get to where the source was. And I'm like, what is World of Real? Uh, never heard of them before. 
read the article and it it just said i've been told that the <laughs> ray movie is being delayed also delayed from when like we don't have <laughs> Uh, I, I know that they, they meant that, you know, just the script hasn't been turned in or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, which isn't even <laughs> that I, I could just like go off in so many directions about how inaccurate of a report that was. Mm-hmm. Um, but some people just see that a website, any website is reporting something juicy that would be a catchy title. Mm-hmm. That they know, like, oh, people are going to click on my video now, so I'm going to make a video about it. And yeah. not only that, but escalate it and say, the Ray movie is canceled. Yeah. And state it as if it's a fact. <laughs> yeah, there's so many people out there that are just chomping at the bit to, you know, cover something Ray-related because they know that is going to spark so much controversy. There's a whole side of the fandom that like hates Ray and wants to just hate, hate, hate on the sequel trilogy stuff. And so once an, a, a title like that, like the Ray cancel- movie is canceled, once something like that gets out there, it's just like they take it and run with it, make videos. I made a tweet be- because I was like, you guys realize that these blue checkmark accounts are making money the more you engage with those tweets. Mm-hmm. So of course they're going to tweet stuff all the time that are just going to rile you up. You and, know? and make you want to engage, yeah. whether it's in a happy or angry way. Yeah. <laughs> Usually an angry way. And like I've gotten caught up in stuff like that too because I'll see something funny from an account like that and I'll retweet it or quote tweet it or whatever and like say like add to the conversation. But when it's something negative, it just pops off and like it just makes me so angry that people and like reputable people too like politicians do this all the time they'll <laughs> tweet stuff that is ridiculous and then it gets quote tweeted like thousands and thousands of times and like they don't care there's no negative like consequences so it's the same that. thing as like but whether it's them whether it's youtubers or whoever like it's the the whole all press is good press. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it really bugs me to see people like willfully and intentionally misleading their audience uh, just because they knew that the title would be clickable and engaging. Uh, Everything comes down to engagement. Yeah. And it's, it's depressing. That like this whole online world is built around uh, I've, I've talked about this before, but like YouTube, I remember kind of going through their little, uh, so you want to be a YouTuber classes back in 2014. And they were like, make engaging titles, like something to catch the eye that will garner interest. And it's like, yeah, if you type the Ray movie is delayed, that's just not as exciting as the Ray movie is canceled. Mm. Uh, but also they they teach you to, drive emotion like make your audience feel something and all of their examples are like uplifting stories Mm -hmm. and like make them laugh and haha youtube's such a happy positive place uh but it's way easier to drive those emotions of fear and anger like yoda said quicker easier more seductive Mm -hmm. uh anger is quick to join you in a fight so that's just like what i see 
as the state of YouTube mm-hmm. of just the easiest way to make content is just to be angry, make other people angry. Yeah. And I'm, I just don't like it. There's, and YouTube's not going to change anything about it because no. they're, they don't care. Like it, I said, there's no negative repercussions or consequences to this kind of thing. I mean, every once in a while there will be if it's like really, really bad, but typically YouTube rewards YouTube, stuff like that. YouTube doesn't care until they think they have to. It, right. Like, look how long it took them to come down on people spreading COVID or election misinformation. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't care <laughs> what's on their platform as long as they're making money. Right. And, like, it just it makes me, like, so sad and depressed to think about just the state of people's attention spans when it comes to being online because that's like our attention spans are getting shorter and shorter and shorter because of stuff like TikTok. And it's like those clickbaity titles, that's kind of like what people have to start doing to drive engagement. It's like, hey, look over here. Hey, look over here. Like, it just makes me feel so dumb. <laughs> like, that's what it's come to. Uh, yeah. And I mean, we should point out like, we are we engage in that like i love tiktok yeah. i love mindlessly scrolling tiktok when i want to just shut my brain down for a while and that's a, that's exactly it too because yeah i'll i will sit down some some days with the sole purpose of just getting lost in tiktok and i need to stop doing that because it, one it gives me kind of a headache <laughs> two it's just not healthy for my brain because it's 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 definitely affected my attention span for just everything so I don't know. We're we're going off topic here, but like that's just what I mean, I'm uh, yeah, thinking about. It's kind of on topic, but yeah, like that's just what I go through mentally when I see something like this happen, and it's just a week full of people yell. It's been more than that, honestly, uh, with the comments about Charmino Bade Chinoy uh, and her documentary from eight years ago uh, about how she wanted to make men feel uncomfortable, men who were. Uh, committing violence against women. Yeah. Uh, and people took that clip and they were like, she wants to make men feel uncomfortable watching her Star Wars movie. Yeah, completely out of context. Uh, and like, most people don't care to look into it and figure that out. Like, they just see that, they assume it's about Star Wars, and then they make an article or they make a video about it. Also, I don't, I don't understand what's so scary about feeling uncomfortable. Like, it's, a lot of, it, it's like insecure men hearing that and being like, well, she can't make me feel uncomfortable. No one can. That's like I'm a man. There, there are plenty of movies that we've watched that I'm like, I like this. It makes me uncomfortable. It makes me think. But mm-hmm. like, that's when you grow and learn. You, yeah. you don't progress as a person if you're just comfortable on the couch all the time. I don't know. Mm. Like. <laughs> what don't so, don't say that to me you, on a random sunday when i am on the couch all day you are not on all you're not on the couch all day every day <laughs> I know. we all deserve some comfort sometimes but that we just also felt a should, little targeted we we <laughs> it was it was for everyone it was for me too <laughs> so yeah i guess we can start wrapping up this first topic uh but yeah as far as we know it's not true uh the movie I can't say that it hasn't been delayed because we still don't have a release date for it. But by all credible accounts, Mm -hmm. it's still moving forward. 
Uh, Jermaine Lucier, like we said, commented on it. So did Jeff Snyder corroborated that. Uh, neither of them work at Lucasfilm, though. So I'm like, you know, there's every possibility that the Ray movie could get delayed or canceled. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing to say that that's happening right now. <laughs> I guess one other thing that we didn't mention that could have caused people to assume this is that the Mandalorian and Grogu film news came out. And so people saw that and they're like, wait, we thought the Ray movie was coming out first, which was never stated anywhere. It, it was a reasonable assumption, I think. Well, yeah. mm, actually, Charmina uh, Bedchenoy at one point did on Instagram say she was excited to have have the next Star Wars movie. Mm. So it wasn't an official statement from Lucasfilm, but there were which, plenty of reasons at to... At the time she said that, that probably was yep. going to be the next movie. But things changed. The strike happened. They pushed this Mando Grogu movie in the front of the line, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But people hear that and they're like, uh-oh, must be issues with the Ray movie. Yeah. yeah. So I think that is a good point to like why people were on edge about it in general. But yeah, I just struggle seeing people like, I don't, I don't care if you're not excited for the Ray movie, but like, that's not an excuse to intentionally mislead people. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And like a lot of those Twitter accounts, like made new tweets that said like updated, not true. Sure. And those tweets got just as much engagement. <laughs> I mean, like, it, at least some people were posting like, oh, never mind. Which, that that's just... Honestly, we, it's we... just more... It's getting more negative engagement because, like, people are making fun of them, first of all, for, like, be, jumping the gun. But then other people are like, well, it still should be canceled. You know, like, they just... They still want to have those words in whatever they're posting because they know people see them and it's like hot button issue yeah and i mean we were looking at it and i'm i'm not trying to throw shade at anyone who covered it like uh in an accurate way and just providing an opinion uh and not you know escalating it and escalating it Mm -hmm. uh we were looking at it and we were like wait is this legit and that's when we went down the rabbit hole and i was like oh no this is probably a nothing story and then not long after Jermaine Lucier put out something credible and I was like okay well in my opinion this is over and not worth covering so yeah and we know several people in the like entertainment space that cover scoops like that and like they're good people I'm not taking any stabs at them it's just like some of these like random accounts that like to put news out there like they're credible sources just spouting bs and people believing it it's it's tough yeah it's it's just a difficult world to live in right now don't trust random twitter accounts don't trust youtubers including us if i report now something we're, now we're sounding like conspiracy theorists don't, don't trust <laughs> don't anyone trust kids what well, i mean like seriously if you see a headline look into it like yeah if if we report on something Look into the source. That's why we usually will only report on things that, like, Lucasfilm has said, or at least someone credible, or, like, The Hollywood Reporter or Variety, and even they get stuff wrong. I mean, there's a reason why, I forget when this was implemented, but Twitter 
on some stuff has like a little fact check mm -hmm. box that will pop up and say this isn't this is a parody this is whatever and like the just the fact that that exists tells you like how what what kind of world we're living in right what is happening oh pippin's hitting <laughs> helo <laughs> do it on camera one second Okay, we've talked enough about that, and I said we were going to wrap it up like five minutes ago, so let's move on to questions. Speaking of the Ray movie, Michael Insline asks if we're going to see the Sith pop up again in the new Jedi Order movie, or are we done with them? Mm. I kind of feel like we need a bit of a break from the Sith. I mean, we had this like huge moment between Ray and Palpatine, and like he was all like, I'm all the Sith. She was like, I'm all the Jedi. I would love to see a different kind of threat come yeah. up in the new movie. I think that's the case. Uh, I think that, you know, the destruction of Palpatine. Of... Okay. All right. Hilo. Let's go. Everybody out. The destruction of Palpatine, the destruction of, like, the Sith throne and the Sith eternal, that to me feels very final. Not to say that someone down the line couldn't, you know, learn about the Sith and think, hey, I want to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, but for now, I, I think we should leave the Sith alone. Charmino Bade Shinoi has said some things that I think suggest it'll be a new threat, a new enemy to the Jedi, uh, someone that doesn't want the Jedi to return for whatever reason. But I'm not expecting the Sith to be back. Yeah, it's it makes me think of kind of the idea of power creep in things like Marvel, where it's like, oh, what's the next biggest threat that we're all going to have to face? And it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And the idea of the biggest threat just keeps expanding. And it's kind of tiresome. So I mean, that's very much a Star Wars thing, too. I mean, like if you look at uh, Abeloth from Star Wars Legends and how things elevated and we've got the Death Star and Starkiller base and now hundreds of Star Destroyers with planet killers on them like yeah. let's let's take it down like <laughs> take it down a notch let's all chill out uh, and it's not not like a reset but I feel like it would take away from the idea of how evil and dark the Sith are if we just like keep piling on top of them and trying to make them worse and worse and worse like we talk about the High Republic all the time but I like how they're showing all these other threats in the galaxy mm -hmm. and what what they can do especially when they all band together so yeah I I'm excited to see it what whatever it is if it is Sith great but I, I want to see what other kinds of evils are lurking yeah uh, my hope right now is uh something besides the sith no more planet killers i'm over it hmm. between legends and canon we've had plenty yeah <laughs> now we've got another bit of a rumor to discuss uh because jay rushton asks what we think of the what if rumors that popped up i think this was more last week 
Mm-hmm. Um, but this was reported by Daniel RPK, which is a name I recognize, but uh, I I don't know their credibility at all. I feel like I've seen them say things that have not come to fruition. Uh, also, the what if thing is something we get asked all the time, probably yeah, every single week. It's nothing new that we we haven't discussed. But since it did pop up and like a lot of people online were proposing what if ideas and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, I I would be down for it. I I definitely think that there would be some fun stories to tell. I enjoy the Marvel what if. We haven't seen season two, but we've heard it's very good. So you know th- those scenarios are always fun to explore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we know tons of people that are loving the second season of Marvel's What If, and it's just fun. But for Star Wars, I I would like to see it. I think that is a cool idea. Always down for more animation in Star Wars. A lot of people have also brought up that Visions is kind of like a What If scenario, but I understand the difference and people wanting a What If versus Visions because like we want to see the characters that we already know and Mm -hmm. love in different scenarios right. and like there's so many what if scenarios for star wars that i think it would be really fun but can the fans handle it i think they could uh i think so because <laughs> uh, it could be weaponized yeah it could be but you know anything can these days so yeah it's i, I would like to see it just because i'm curious uh and i think it would be cool to see official star wars what ifs Mm. you know we can always brainstorm our own what ifs but if star wars were to officially put this out that would be cool i'm kind of a take it or leave it on this uh i did enjoy the old infinities comics which were basically exactly that just star wars what if Mm -hmm. uh it it would be cool if they called it that but i'm not clamoring for it Uh, i think we've got enough going right now that i'm just excited for that stuff we could get a a what if ventress story yeah what if ventress were still alive that'd be fun if not to say dark disciple didn't do a great job with her story but like we could get some of the unused clone wars ideas for her and just see what could have happened for her when she went back to the light side yeah, if, if she survived Dark Disciple, and mm-hmm. then, then where do you go from there? Yeah, like there's tons of ideas that would be really fun to explore. Uh, it's not something at the top of my wish list, but I know a lot of people would love to see it, so I'm I'm for it. I, I think it would be good to just pad out, get, give us a little something to chew on, you know, yeah. before the, the movies start coming out. I don't know. Right. Sarah Black wants to know if Grogu could get an updated puppet or character design for the Mando and Grogu movie. He's perfect already. But could he be perfecter? Uh, I I did think about this. <laughs> like I was wondering. Will he get bigger? I wonder. It would take forever for him to like show a difference in growth. I think. I I wonder. Cause I mean, the puppet is already so good and expressive. And I don't know that it needs an upgrade, but I'm like, on a movie budget, maybe? Maybe they would want to add some functionality to it? Yeah. I mean, we've already seen a huge upgrade from the first time we saw Lil' Man to now. 
like there's so many different kinds of puppets there's the ones that they can hold that are fully remote the ones that have like the puppeteers doing it on the set and just tons of other versions of him so yeah the one they use for Mm close-ups yeah i i bet that they will build a puppet like they might need a a puppet that jumps (laughs) like they push him down, and then you have to wait for a random <laughs> amount of time. But they're like, keep the camera on him. He's going to do it. He's like, bing. bing. <laughs> I mean, if they, don't, if they don't build a puppet of Grogu that can walk on its own down a red carpet, why are we even here? Right. What's the point? <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm all for someone standing behind the puppet in a green suit, like making him walk down. He needs to be able to walk down a red carpet. And make, he it, needs to... make it Pedro. Like, that's how Pedro walks down the red carpet. He needs to be able to go on talk shows to promote his movie. I do I mean, really hope they do that. I do, too. Like, send Pedro, Brendan, Latif, and Grogu to all of the, the, the talk shows and put Grogu in, like, the seat right next to... <laughs> I will... I will interview Grogu if he's doing online interviews. Put me up. That I, Put I me like in coach. That. Yeah. If if they're doing a, a junket, a round table thing like they've done before. I wouldn't be able to get any questions out. I'd be crying. <laughs> yeah, but that would go viral. <laughs> Sticking with the Mando movie, Illy Pizz asks if Ray Sloan could be the villain of the film. We've talked a lot about her potentially coming up in the Mando TV show at some point um as a villain but the main villain in the movie i mean it's possible i like this idea just to throw another grand admiral into the mix uh it does get kind of tricky because i think that she has survived beyond this point in the timeline so I, i i don't think that she should die in the movie but it would be cool to see her on screen taken off the pages of the book like they did with Cobb Vanth and make her a movie-level threat. Uh, I I think that would be really cool. There could be like a rivalry rivalry with Thrawn, this other Grand Admiral. That's what I was going to bring up is like, it'd be a shame to not have Thrawn be any part of the film. But yeah, if, if they were kind of butting heads and working kind of for the same purpose, but also not really, that that would be pretty cool. Like, Ray Sloan seems like she has had a different trajectory in the books. She, we know she is involved in the creation of the First Order, so I don't know if she remained a part of the Imperial Remnant or if she is off doing something else, but she was with Brindle Hux last we saw her, and he's around, so there's a lot of questions with her, but uh, she is a fan favorite uh, character for book fans, Mm -hmm. and I, I would love to see her used somehow. What the Trend wants to know when we'll see marketing for the Acolyte begin. I have my t-shirt ready to go. I got it at Celebration London. I'm so, I, I mean, I can be wearing it. it that doesn't matter, but I, I hope it's soon. I am just like craving any news about the show coming. Uh, yeah, like I, I think we're probably still a ways off from it just because I think Bad Batch will come first. I, I don't think we're going to run into a situation where uh, Bad Batch and Acolyte are on at the same time. 
I think that they're probably going to, I think they're going to spread things out. This, if this is going to be the last season of Bad Batch, give it its moment of glory. Yeah, give it its due. So I think that that's probably going to be first and it'll be 16 episodes, uh, which is like four months. They'll probably combine a couple episodes like they did for season two. Mm-hmm. So maybe it'll be like 12 or 13 weeks, but still, I think that's going to be first and then acolyte hopefully not long after that maybe, uh, maybe in the summer yeah I, I think we'll have a summer show and then skeleton crew will be the winter show that makes sense yeah i hope i just like i hope they make merch i hope they start marketing it soon because this feels big you guys it feels it, big it is big it's <laughs> it's the first live action star wars project that takes place outside of the skywalker saga like yeah we've had Andor, which is kind of set apart, but it's still in that same 70-year time period. Mm -hmm. This is its own thing. And yeah, they need to market it well and really set the stage for what it is. Um, So I I wouldn't expect anything until a couple months before it's supposed to air. So maybe April, if Mm -hmm. it starts in like June, maybe it'll get a May 4th release. Oh, yeah. That could be cutting it close that that'd be nice though jennifer corbett keeps teasing the bad batch trailer <laughs> she is and <laughs> um, i mean not on purpose i'm sure but bad batch twitter is riled up yeah they're like every day we're like jennifer <laughs> <laughs> and she's like literally tweeting gifts of stirring a pot <laughs> we're like ah come on <laughs> we want to see it star wars uk just tweeted like uh, a couple of bad batch things it was like something about tech being dead i don't know what that's about i don't remember that i don't know what that's about i'm i'm gonna guess that'll start in maybe march fingers crossed let's hope for that but yeah if it starts in march then maybe yeah april or may for uh i don't know we're just completely speculating now Uh, the answer is i hope soon (laughs) right it was like when when are we getting it when will marketing start yeah I hope soon. I, I, I think we're a couple months out still for, for Acolyte. You're probably right. I'll start I hope wearing, I'm wrong. I'll start wearing my shirt. Does oh, that yeah. count? There you go. I can market it here. Okay. <laughs> That's all the time we have for questions today. If you want to leave a question for next week's video, just put it in the comments below or sign up for Patreon to join our weekly Q&A discussion. If you haven't already, please like this video, subscribe to the channel. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Blue Sky, and Threads. And as always, thanks for watching, and may the Force be with you.